The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. You'll find out what happened to Frankenstein and other stuff that never happened. Freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. And we're rolling. What's up, buddy? Good day! I don't know why I want to say it like that. <laughs> there he is. Oh, there's not. There's, there's some rustling. I, I got, well, now, now every sound that's happening in this apartment is happening. Yeah, what, what's the matter over there? Well, I got the door open. There's some rustling of leaves. We're in an Airbnb nearby okay. the Oregon house because it's getting worked on all the bathrooms. There's no bathrooms in it. Uh, so I spent a better part oh, yeah? of the afternoon listening to an Asian woman alter between screaming and recording a TikTok video of the same song <laughs> just over and over. It was the same Asian song with her making little heart shapes with her hands out in the courtyard here and then just yelling, just yelling, which... Uh, who's, who's making the TikTok video? Just this Asian woman out in the courtyard. She had her phone propped up on oh. the thing. And she was yelling, this, all right, I can't, this, I'll, I'll get in trouble for this. <laughs> Chinese, Go ahead. Chinese people are very loud. <laughs> the, this is good. I, I know it's stereotyping, but it's, oh, it's so much, it's so much yelling. The conversation, they're not mad. It's just yelling. It's just a yelling. Rory Scovel used to have a great bit about that where he would tread lightly into the topic, but he's like, seriously, are they just always yelling at each other? Because I can't tell. <laughs> about Chinese people? <laughs> yeah, it's about China. He can't tell if they're just talking or if they're mad at one another. It, even when I, I mean, I was in Korea and it, it was somebody else's sentiment, like, oh, you know, the, the, you could tell that they're Chinese because they're yelling at each other. Just in conversation. So she was yelling and then doing a, a TikTok video. Wow. Hmm. Oh, well, I guess that's obviously just a, a cultural thing. You know, they they speak loud. That's, you know, it's not a, necessarily a negative stereotype I, or anything. No, it's, a, some, yeah, and you can't say the, uh, I don't know. You they're gotta, passionate. They, you got a country with that many people in it, you got to fight to be heard. I mean, you're... Sounds like a joke, but like that's probably part of it. I mean, there's a billion people over there. You got to speak up. Yes, you got to speak up about the uh, Muslim people. They're herding into concentration camps. That's I still feel should have more people upset. But I'm I, not. I'm not doing shit about it. I don't know it, what so. you're talking about. There's a Uyghur Muslims. It's a sect of Muslim Asians that are Muslims, and uh, China's rounding them up and forcing them into oh no, basically labor camps. Yeah, China's really China's uh, totally fucked as far as the human rights violations go right now. <clears throat> and you know, Jesus. like like it's all state-run media, and if you criticize the leader, you get disappeared. Not unlike mm-hmm. Russia. Uh, any criticism, well, uh, that, that's why the Hong Kong thing was so huge. It's just, yeah, we're just going to disappear you. And now I've, you know, elected to uh, ignore all the news of the last couple weeks. So I don't know 
Lucky I you. Don't, I, don't have a, I don't have a side on what happened in Kenosha. I don't have a side on what happened in Portland as far as people getting shot and who started once. I'm turning into – I'm getting the fatigue where I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. All you jagoffs, go shoot each other, uh, and everybody else can just live in the suburbs. It is exhausting trying to keep up with it. It really it, is. It's a wrong attitude to have, but that's where I'm at for the time being. I'm like, we've been driving around, going up to Washington, hike, just just oblivious. It's by by choice. So, well, good for you, man. You got to do that sometimes. Where where did you go in Washington? We went way up, we went to uh, what was there Mount Mount Baker, well, town called Glacial Snow Town, Snow Town okay. Ski Town, Ski Town, like north, okay. like. 20 minutes away from the Canadian border. Nice. It was, it was great. We wound up in the same, it was like only one place to eat in the towns, which they had the same pizza place every, every for three nights. And it's funny because like <laughs> you go in there and it's like, they got this nice menu of like the, and the pizza was good. Uh, chair nine, shout out to chair nine over there in Glacier. But they had this menu of like, Oh, cedar plank salmon and all this stuff. And it's a summertime and it's just, summertime snowboarders just stoned and burned out and not giving a shit. And we're like, oh, so we can get this? Yeah, man, we're not really doing the <laughs> salmon right now. Okay, well, how about the, get a veggie burger? Yeah, man, I think we're like out of the veggie burgers right now. And finally the guy's like, Jeez. I'll just be honest, we're only doing pizzas, man. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I should just uh, open with that. I, yeah, I'm not going to argue with you. I guess I'll have another pizza. But it was fun. We hiked around. It looked it was beautiful. It looked like the Alps. It was gorgeous up that way. And oh, then man. We visited my aunt you guys, uh, outside of Seattle and then you, Rachel's old boss outside oh, yeah? of Tacoma. Yeah, it was good. Beautiful country up here. Beautiful. Did you do any camping or just Airbnbs? What are y'all doing? No, Airbnb, and then we stayed with my aunt a couple nights and then stayed with her boss a couple okay. nights. But we got some boat rides, some kayaking. And these kayaks, man. Oh, dude. I know you're a jet ski guy. Dude. I know you're a power sports no, guy. No, I'm a kayak I'm I'm a kayak guy too, man. Oh yeah. I love the you, kayaks. You, getting into the yak? You, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, man. Uh yeah, remember I was on the lake on my birthday. I I kayaked three times in one day. It was beautiful. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, what'd I, you do? I, uh remember you were excited about the jet ski. Did you do rim? Oh yeah. Well that yeah, that kind of uh, overpowered everything. Uh, no pun intended, but uh No, no, you're But yeah, right. don't, don't get it twisted. I, I love the kayaks. What'd you do? Uh, rivers, lakes? What what kind of kayaking? Just lakes. Small well, well nice. a lake the first time. Lake Sammamish. Uh-huh. Which sounds almost like some blackface type of stuff. Sammamish. Hmm. And then <laughs> And then we were in uh, uh, Puget Sound. Uh huh. So we were, uh, yeah, went up where we were at in Washington it was like part of the Puget Sound, dude. So a sound. We were in a sound. A lot of seals. A lot of seals bopping their heads around. Oh yeah. I'm getting into this Northwest lifestyle, though, man. I love the Northwest, man. I I need to spend more time up there. I did that uh, about a year ago. I did like a two week tour, and yeah. that's when I. Uh, I spaced all the dates out by a few days, so I got to camp a, a, a whole bunch. And oh my mm-hmm. god, so up in Mount Rainier, uh, all kind of places—Idaho, Washington, uh, Oregon. Dude, I love that whole area. Well, we did our run up here. Hey, this this should validate. Remember when you almost uh, fought that dork in uh, Bellingham? Oh yeah, what what you call him? Uh, what was uh, you had a I great ca- name for? Called him. him a yogurt ogre. 
Yes, Yogurt Ogre. Yeah, I remember that. Big, dirty, hippie doofus. Mm-hmm. Um, kicked I off ta- his flip-flops. Yeah, kicked off his flip-flops <laughs> to get in a fight. I couldn't <laughs> get one of off. It looked like, yeah, it looked like, he had, looked like a cat with tape on its paw. <laughs> but I, so I was talking to the guys, that, like these two dudes at Old Chair 9, you know, my favorite pizza place up in Glacier, Washington. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they, they had mentioned something about like, I was like, yeah, what do you guys get into? And mountain biking. I was talking to them and skiing. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff over in Bellingham, but I don't know, man. You got to deal with people from Bellingham. <laughs> I'm like, oh, why? You guys don't like He's like, no, nah, they're just kind of, I don't know, they're just all kind of aggressive and dumb at the same time. I'm like, that's exactly <laughs> what I found. <laughs> that's exactly who that guy was. He was aggressive and very dumb. But, like, still hippies, oh. not, like, frat bro stuff. But you see yeah, them, like, yeah. oh, you look like a hippie, so maybe you're not a douchebag. And we were wrong. And yeah, absolutely. was a absolutely. full douche. Just had the, had the camouflage, had the, had the granola camouflage on. But anyway. Yeah, so had that, the man bun. Yeah, it was. Nice con- man bun. Man bun and Birkenstocks. Um, but it was confirmed mm-hmm. by two fellas having beers over at Chair 9 Pizza Parlor. At uh, Bellingham, maybe not great. So sorry if you're from Bellingham. Don't mean to make a sweeping assessment, but I'm, uh, I don't, don't want to say 0 for 3 on my shows up there, but mm-hmm. every time I've done shows, it's been a little bit like, all right, you people don't know how to act at a comedy show. Which sometimes. Yeah, it definitely had that, it definitely had that, uh, we don't have experience with live entertainment vibe. Like, well, we don't know that we're not supposed to be loud assholes. Yeah, they weren't erring on the side of respect. It was just like, oh, we're in a bar, so we drink and scream. No, actually, for the comedy show, uh, it, actually, it's better. So we'll drink and scream then. Ah, fucking, mm-hmm. I guess so. All right. Anyway, it's my knock on Bellingham. It was confirmed by two dudes, two friendly fellas over in Glacier. But uh, I don't know, man. Other than that, yeah, we were up there just just yakking, just out yakking, just cruising on yaks, bro. <laughs> Took me a second to get that. Yeah, just, uh, we're going yakking. Yeah, I was cruising on some yaks. <laughs> Picked up a couple yaks. So, yeah, man. Oh, man. Sh- shop- yeah, I gotta shopping for used yaks. Now that's it. I, yeah, I gotta figure out how to. Um, I don't know. I don't have a lot of storage space, but I I need to buy my own kayak, dude. Get a get a nice used one. Oh man! Now, did you have the kind? I've noticed. I don't know if there's been a, a change recently, um, but back when I used to kayak, like ten fifteen years ago, uh, I had the old school ones where like I felt like I was sitting further down, deeper into the vessel. But the ones that we used a couple weeks ago, you're kind of mm. perched on top. Do you deep, know what I mean? Deep in the vessel. Yeah, there's a... Yeah, I'm deep. No, there's, sit, like there's the a sit-in and there's I, I a like, sit-on-top. There's a two. There are two different kinds. You are correct. Okay, okay. I like the sit-in more than the sit-on-top. I'd, I'd never seen the sit-on-top one still recently, and uh, I was that's the only thing I was disappointed in. I Because I, I just remember that feeling back in the day of like, uh, it just felt like you were, well, you actually were, mm-hmm. but just closer down into the water. And that, yeah. uh, I, I enjoyed that feeling, but... Uh, the other one just felt a little more, um, you know, being higher. It just felt like, 
you know, the, the threat of uh, losing your balance and falling in or whatever just seemed a little greater. See, I like I like the flexibility of being the on top one because then I can like stretch my knees out if I wanted to. Hmm. So, but yeah, but hey, to yeah, each their I own. To each their own mm-hmm. with the yak preferences. What's your yak pref, bro? Kayak talk. What's your yak pref? <laughs> okay. This, this, what kind this, of yak this, you you rocking there? Yeah. What's your yak? What's your yak action? What's your yak action, bro? Oh man. Yak attack. That's what I say when I'm wheeling my kayak down to the water very slowly because they're heavy. Watch out, bros. Yak attack. Yak attack. Oh, man. What else going on? So you guys are back. Uh, we're back. We got a, we got a How house, long were you out? house with no shitters in it. We were gone for a week. We got back yesterday. Okay. So we got a house with no shitters down the road. We're in an Airbnb. An apartment. That sounds like an old country them. song. Yeah. House. House with no shitters isn't a home, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I could have made it a home. (laughs) They will find a place to Five gallon. Get you a nice five gallon Home Depot bucket. You'll be good to go. I mean, we got back there yesterday to look at stuff. I'm like, I'm peeing in the yard, and that's just how it's going to work. Oh, absolutely. But so we'll do that, and we'll be back on the road in a couple days, heading off into going cutting through Utah. We'll see. Oh, yeah? We'll see, man. Are oh, you coming back home? Coming Shut, back to L.A. for a little shutting bit? Down, shutting down the L.A. The L.A. branch. We're shutting it down for a oh, while. Oh, man. Yeah, the mo- end of an era. We're moving headquarters up north for a while. Okay. Not per- You've been in L.A. Permanent. how long? Seven, when did you move? 17 oh, years, man. Se- oh, three? Oh, three, yeah. 17 years. Damn. What about you? What's Seventeen your, years in Los Angeles. I uh, I hit eight years a couple months ago. Yeah, so, yeah. I've I've been been here eight seventeen. That's crazy, man. Been out there for a minute. Well, I was gonna say you mm. you you would appreciate the the kind of uh, novelty attitude people take towards your friend uh, the Sasquatch up here in the Northwest. Like, there's a lot of oh yeah. I mean, they adopt it as like a tourist thing, but then a couple people. In this little ski area, we just had like a little A-frame place in what's normally ski lodges. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still ski lodges, you just can't ski. But then I saw, and somebody had like a plywood cutout of the, you know, the Patterson Gimler, Gimlin, Gimler, Gimlet? G- Gimlin. Old P. Gimmels, OP Gimmies, that mm-hmm. video? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had like that <laughs> silhouette cutout, but like hidden in the trees, so it would really catch you. Like yeah, not, I've seen people do that. That's and I, fucked I don't with me like a couple that. times. That's got yeah. Me a don't do times. that to people. Get your. I hopes mean, up. do that with like a a bear or an elk or something. Maybe a giraffe. Don't squatch tease. Don't squatch tease, Dave. Yeah. No squatch tease, man. I I don't like. Uh, quite frankly, I don't like the uh, flippant, nonchalant attitude uh, a lot of people have towards squatch. For example, uh, in marketing, you know, this whole Jack Links campaign. Making fun of Sasquatch, Hold on. I just don't like it. It's he's not to be fucked with. But it's for beef jerky. Don't like it at all. Yeah, but still, yeah, they're it's it's a little disrespectful. So to who? Just make it to, to Squatch. In what way? It's a, yeah, they're making light of his existence or her and her. There's obviously both. I just, I just don't like. I don't like the disrespect. Unau- the unauthorized use of a brand. Mm-hmm. Copyright yeah. infringement. You need to get. You gotta get express written consent from from Sasquatch before you. Uh, Dave, so, Dave Stone, shit. cryptid lawyer. 
It's like some weird no, far I, along sequel to Men in Black when they do catch the aliens and all the things. You're, they still need to be rep- if they're caught in America, they're still uh, you know entitled to their rights of a due process. So you're the lawyer for the cryptids. <laughs> no, but I, I definitely uh, don't like uh, hoaxers, man. Anybody, you know, there's so many hoax videos out there with Sasquatch. And I stuff know and, you send them to me, know. Dave. <laughs> I know they're out there because you give them to I, me uh, and you're like, get a load of this. <laughs> no, so, dude, there's some good ones floating around out there. We, we, we're going to have to do a refresher episode. It's been a while since we've uh, touched on Squatch, but uh, I can't wait for just you on a jet ski chasing Loch Ness monster now. Oh. <laughs> Looking, oh, looking for water squatch. Water squatch. That sounds like a direct-to-DVD movie. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe Bigfoot lives in a lake and nobody's looking underwater. Mm, there you go. That could be it. Spends Anything else going on, buddy? Everybody good? Good spirits? Everybody healthy? I think so. I think we're doing all right. Rachel thought she had the Rona. But God, no. did, did, two, she did, did two tests. She's negative. She's had a sore throat. Okay. She's feeling kind of run down. It's, you know, there's no time to take chances. So, mm. so but she got tested. She's, she's negative. She's sore throat. We're like, no, nah, it's something else, but it's not, not the Rona. So that's, that's good. good. I've been, I've been uh, whew, drinking and smoking weed, man. Because I'm not. Oh, yeah? I'm not a big weed smoker, and but I have been mm-hmm. now for night times. Yeah. Oh, boy. I came up. This is my new conspiracy theory because I had um, over at her boss's place, we did uh, we did Papa Murphy's. You ever have Papa Murphy's, Dave? Is that the uh, you pick it up and take it home and cook it yourself thing? Take, take and bake. Now, I could see how this take could. Take and bake. I could see how this could fall on either side of Dave's living because then it's like, uh-huh. well, you're not really making the thing yourself. But yeah. you can have whatever toppings you want and put as much on it for much less than the price of a fully topped cooked pizza. And I think hmm. that maybe they started Papa Murphy's like they were going to. Oh, I think Rachel's home. Hey, what's up, Tuts? Hi. It's me talking to Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. She come in with a 12-pack of Coors. I, I'm drinking your rosé. I actually poured your glass out into mine. Wow. I know. I'm pretty trash today. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, we got some noise. That's the uh, Coors going into the fridge. Do you want this rosé back? Nice. Okay. You don't have to whisper now. Everybody knows you're here. Oh no, we're recording. Yeah, don't. It's, it's a real professional. Yeah, it's a real professional show, Rachel. Yeah. And she brought me a beer. What a what a damn sweetheart. Anyway, that I think that the Papa Murphy's. As I will go back to the Papa Murphy's story. Yeah, don't leave us hanging. Is that they ran up against some sort of goons saying you want to open pizza place in this town? You got to use our guys to install your ovens. And like, we don't want to use your guys. Mm to install the ovens. And they're like, mm-hmm. well, then you can't have a pizza place. And they're like, watch us. And they just make yeah. it, and you, you take it to cook oven. at home. But it was very good. And because I, I did it, 
The other time I screwed up and it was ordering from Fresh Brothers. And apparently I was pretty fucked up when I ordered that because I ordered two pizzas and I guess I ordered one cooked and the other not cooked. And then I, that was when I, <laughs> that was when I, cause the guy texted me cause it was like, you know, it was like no touch release. And it was, uh-huh. uh, he, I texted him like, Hey, one of these pizzas is not a cooked pizza. And he's like, that's what you ordered. The delivery guy's like, no, it's on the receipt. And I'm like, Oh, okay then. And then the guy was like, I'm sorry if you're unhappy with your dinner. I'm like, nah, you're fine. This thing tastes great. Like I had a whole co- conversation with this guy throughout the night about how I was a mistake and I felt bad for accusing him that he brought me the wrong thing. And then he was like, I just want you to have a good dinner. And then I made it and it was really good. I'm like, it actually worked out for the best. He's like, I'm glad. I'm happy for you. So Fresh Brothers. Is that an option? Customer at, service. That's an option at, at Fresh Brothers though? Is, or I'm I guess. No, no, no. It, it was an option. It wasn't like they fucked up and just didn't oh. cook a pizza. Or like, you know, read your special instructions and was like, well, okay, we don't normally <laughs> sell uncooked Un- pizza, but this special, guy, he's a good customer. Special instructions, <laughs> don't you dare cook this. Whatever you do, do not cook my, the guy goes for the wings, that goes for the breadsticks, don't let that near any heat whatsoever. I want Just raw want chicken raw wings. Chicken. <laughs> Fully sauced, oh, fully Lord. dressed. But yeah, you and your pizza adventures. I mean, but then you you come home. What do you got at home? You got some olives. You got some onion. You put whatever you want on it. Mm-hmm. But you're not you're making yeah, a mess. Like to, it's not the mess of making a whole pizza, you know? Yeah, I like to doctor up a frozen pizza. You know, I'll, I'll always add a little something to it. Church it up, yeah. But, uh, yeah. What's your, have, times, you ever, buddy. have you made a pizza from scratch ever? I have not. I have not. You know who makes incredible uh, homemade from scratch pizza Who's is uh, our mutual friend uh, Brian Cook. Brian Cook, Brian Cook that made me one of the best. Yeah, maybe one of the best homemade pizzas I've ever had in my life. A few years ago, and I wonder if he's just channeling yeah, he all of his unlikability into being a good cook. I think so. I think so. <laughs> he's our he's, friend. We make the jokes. It's still miserable. I don't think that, he's not miserable. He takes just great joy in being an asshole to his friends. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, then it's fun when you're not the friend he's being an asshole to because you get to watch it. But eventually mm-hmm. it'll be your turn. Yeah, eventually the gun's pointed at you. <laughs> no, he, he is a good cook. He does get adventurous. That's what I thought, man. Maybe you're doing but No, I've, I've never Dave done it. smoked pizza. Ooh. Ooh, okay. How would you okay. do it? How does it work? Can you smoke dough and still cook it? Man, Maybe. I think it'd have to be a thing, kind of like a reverse sear, or, or rather a sear. Uh, the way you would sear a steak is you, you cook it for real, you know, uh, the first half, and then the second half you take it, you, you, you back off a little bit. So I'm thinking maybe you bake you you bake the pizza. You make the pizza normally, and you bake it like halfway. You pull it out early and throw it in the smoker. Let it finish in the smoker. So you may whip, whip, whip up some easy dough just to experiment with. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I've never seen smoked that pizza. out there, like a smoked biscuit. Smoked pretzels. Pretzels just dough anyway. Because the smoke, what cooks yeah, it can, like... It's still hot, right? When you're smoking something, it's still heat. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's still 
you know, the lowest you could smoke something for the most part is like 180, 200 degrees. You know, that's that's still that's still heat. You know, it's still yeah. getting it done. Now there's a thing called cold smoking. Like people cold smoke cheese. Cold. And I didn't know what that was at first. Yeah, and somebody explained to me. It just means it's not it's obviously not cold, but uh, they're smoking at a real low temperature, like 150. Okay. So, I mean, I guess relatively speaking, that's cold. But uh, just that uh, that phrase really uh, boggled my mind when I was trying to figure out how the hell you would you cold smoke something. Dave, but still that just means smoke pizza, man. <laughs> man, that sounds good, and definitely you could uh, you know smoke some. Uh, all your toppings, you know. I mean, pepperoni's oh, yeah. already kind of smoked, but you know. But yeah, you know, get you all your all your toppings. You could smoke those separately and throw those on there. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. I mean, people do barbecue pizza. That's been my new thing for pizza: barbecue sauce, pineapples, jalapenos mm-hmm. on it. Okay, that's. I, I don't. I'm not mad at that. I was that eating so much. I, I was always a little leery of getting like a sweet pizza, but I've been eating so much pizza. Mm-hmm. Like I already eat a lot of pizza, and then I feel like I've been eating more lately. Uh, you know, just being on the road and trailer, not on the road, but like traveling. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to throw a wild card. Give me barbecue sauce instead of marinara. It's a good move. Okay. If you're looking to experiment, if you're looking like to throw, roll up, like try it on a cheap pizza, like a Domino's or something first mm-hmm. before you. Yeah. Yeah. Before you drop the big, mu- big bucks on it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Charlie's got a new, uh, we bought Charlie this little tunnel, this little circular play tunnel mm-hmm. and uh now he's just he's just been uh he's just been fucking it for the last two days he gets in there and he does something his libido's back oh, yeah, yeah i hadn't seen him hump anything in a long time but now i'm sorry i didn't i know if you could hear that noise but uh he was really really no. laying into it charlie you want to knock that I, off buddy I, I don't think i can hear your dog fucking a tunnel okay all right what, what'd you call it what'd a fun see? a fun tunnel a little, little fuck tunnel Fuck tunnel. That's this fuck tunnel. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, sorry. Yeah, got got some ambient noise today. Got the windows open. It's hot as um, shit. Th- same here. thing. I got you know. I got the Chinese TikToker outside. So we're, and we're making do on with these uh, changing environments that we're moving to and fro from. Um, yeah, you gotta yeah. you gotta be able to adapt, dude. I'm still looking at uh, property all all over the country. Just. Uh, I mean, I don't want to get into this right now. We talk enough about it, but I just, I feel like civil war is coming, man. And I, have I, did I tell you this? Like I, it was the concept that I've never thought, I never thought as an American, I would fall under this category, but I guess the most succinct way to say it is there's a chance one day soon that wherever you're at in America, you might be a refugee. Just think about that. Just having to flee. Mm-hmm. Having to get the hell out, so I, I just I keep uh, I can't get off Zillow, man. Just looking at homes all over the damn place. Just yeah, just want to find some nice little cheap something on on top of a hill. Just leave like, me the hell alone. I think that's the difference between you and other refugees is that you can look at Zillow <laughs> to decide. I I don't know. I I don't think I don't think other refugees. I don't know what the Wi-Fi is like on those. Uh, uh, abandoned shipping container, containers they're uh, rowing across the Mediterranean. <laughs> uh, no, I know that's I don't know if I can check the redfin to see where they want to wind up. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to take preemptive measures. I'm I'm looking at Zillow so I don't become a refugee. Yeah, no. I'm, woe is me. <laughs> 
And I think refugees get to call allied van lines to help them move their stuff to the new location. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But no, I, I get it. I, like, like I was saying, I'm, I kind of checked out. We've been just moving and, and hanging out. I'm like, I'm not going to look at this stuff. I'm not going to. I'll look at a little bit of it, but whatever the Kenosha stuff was, I'm like, man, I don't. I just don't. Well, I, 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 it feels bad. I just, I'm like, I don't. It sucks. And I don't yeah. know. I don't know what to do. So. Well, I know what you mean. It, it feels like a, a moral dilemma because, you know, you want to stay informed. You want to support the causes Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 but at the same time, it's like and but, you know, I feel like a like a real dipshit like, oh, I'm I'm exhausted from watching this stuff on the news. And then it's like, well, what if you were living it, asshole? You know, what about the people who are actually living it, getting their hands dirty day to day and all this shit? But, you know, at the same time, it's I'm I'm just trying to find that balance of like, yeah, OK, let me peek at it. Stay informed. But. Man, too much of it will just really start to mess with your whole personality. Yeah, and it, it defines you. It defines your attitude every day. I mean, that's like, you know, I do a family Zoom every Monday, and my parents, it's like only a matter of time before they wind up into some sort of like, well, fucking Trump wants to do this. I'm like, like what? what is the anger serving you mm-hmm. if you're not doing something? about it yeah if you're just gonna sit there and be angry without inaction mm-hmm. then you can choose to just not pay attention to it if you're not going to do anything otherwise i mean <clears throat> vote do the business but uh, uh, yeah that's why i said like i already know how i'm, I'm voting and so me getting angry about any of this stuff you know donate my money to where i want to donate my money Um, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. One thing I'm doing to support is I, uh, and I know you, you don't care nothing about this, but I've been watching a lot of NBA, the NBA playoffs, uh, yeah. partly because I'm a sports fan, but partly uh, just to piss off the far right. Uh, the uh, NBA, uh, I don't know if you heard, they went on a strike, a two-day strike last week, uh, just in response to the Kenosha stuff. And, uh, oh, boy, I, lo- I love seeing the right-wingers get pissed off at the quote-unquote spoiled millionaires, you know. But I-, I love it, man. Like, they're okay, yeah, they're millionaire athletes. They're still people. They still have a platform. They're, they they're still have a influential status over a great uh, percentage of our population. So uh, I'm proud of them. I'm, I'm glad they did that. But just some of these idiots that wouldn't even watch the NBA anyway. I just, I just love that they're mad that someone's trying to peacefully protest. Like, what the hell do you care? But people are so they're losing their minds over. Oh, I can't believe they're disrespecting our country. How are they disrespecting the country by taking a couple days strike just to shine a light on some continued injustice. That's well, just, uh, I, I get a real he, kick out of that. Even that shit. I'm glad the players are doing, but even that's like, cool. But doesn't the NBA make so much of its money from China? 
They ain't, they ain't protesting it? civil. They ain't protesting, protesting human rights violations going on over there. Yeah, that's Nike, a good point. Nike, Nike, all these co- all these companies coming out like <clears throat> in support of Black Lives Matter. Like we respect everybody. Cool. Where's your product made? How much do you pay the people that assemble your product? Yeah. Tell me that. Yeah. Tell me how much. Tell me what you're doing for your own employees. Mm-hmm. You know, tell me, oh, USA needs to come together. Cool. Then, then manufacture stuff here. Then bring manufacturing yeah. over here. You know, that's the whole, like, people like, we got to defend capitalism. Capitalism is the reason somebody in China is making your iPhone for 10 cents a day. Yeah. So don't, don't, yeah. Yeah, that's a good that point. Idea. Nobody's stealing your job. The, the boss who decided to get it made for cheaper overseas stole your job. Your American capitalist boss did that. So that's why I'm getting further and further away from left side, right side politics. Mm-hmm. And just like there's a, it's, it's, it's take down the rich. It's take the, that, take the, that, that percentage of rich people that own however well, much wealth that's there's no there's the, no red or blue with them it's it's all green and that's who you need to fucking take down and let let everybody have a livable wage give people more money to do the jobs in the country that you want to see succeed that's a good point and speaking of civil war and that's not the topic today but just touching on it briefly in the event that that ever came to fruition, that this country is in a civil war, I mean, obviously, my question is, do you think it's going to be uh, left versus right or rich versus poor? No, it's going to be poor versus poor. Poor versus poor. Well, rich, rich, is, rich is smart enough to pit the poor versus the poor. Do you think the fucking anybody supporting black lives matter and whatever hillbillies are rolling up out of the country and their pickup trucks are they're in the same tax bracket Mm -hmm. they have more they have more in common than they realize but it's been i I, i'm I'm at the point where like oh this has all been doctored to create some sort of chaos that will still funnel into all politicians retaining the amount of power they have there's maybe a few of them i feel like maybe aoc is in there fighting the good fight and Bernie was fighting a good fight for actual change for things. But I don't, I have no, uh, partisanship with my politics really anymore. I don't think, I, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's poor people fighting poor people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How yeah. Is that? It's That's scary, man. Up. <laughs> That's the thing that, you know, the, 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 a good, a ju- good judge of character is how do you treat somebody who can't do anything for you? Mm-hmm. And yep. look how, look how this country treats anybody that can't afford medical bills, can't afford, you know, basically like with, like, teachers have to buy their own supplies for the classroom. It's like we treat them like shit, we treat poor people like shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and poor people are incredibly, uh, they are. They're the only reason that anything gets done in this country. Yeah. That's why somebody made a good observation about how Uber was going to fail because they had to like, they had to qualify all their employees or all their drivers as employees and not just like gig economy or independent contractors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, we're going to go under if we have to treat them all as employees. It's like, yeah, what does that say about your business? 
Yeah. If paying your employees and taking care of your employees means the business will collapse, it means it was a mm-hmm. shit business that was yeah. taking advantage of people. What's well, the same argument you hear now about, uh, oh, these people are making more collecting unemployment than they did at their jobs. Well, well mm-hmm. whose fault is that? Yeah. Go, go you know, take a look at. Pay, a, go, pay them a living wage. Yeah. Go take a look at how much living expenses went up versus how much the, the minimum wage went up. Yeah. Go take a look at how much college went up. Yeah. 11 years. Yeah. So, yeah. That's insane. Anyway. You got any fun stuff? You want to talk about fun stuff? <laughs> Seen a ghost? Man, I got something. I got something weird. I want you to look at. I sent you a link. Um, I like weird stuff, <laughs> dude. I don't know why this this really caught my attention. I've never seen anything like this, but I've seen a. Ever since I saw it this week, I've seen a few different companies um, selling these very realistic uh, human uh, prosthetic masks. These Ooh. rubber masks. I've, I'm on a company now called. Uh, I don't know how you would pronounce it. U R H mask. Her mask. Your mask. Yeah. Your H. Intellectual uh, property oh, rights. I'm glad that that is one of the first things they talk about. What's that? Just the fact that they have to mention inter- intellectual property rights. I just oh, wonder if it's about the, making gotcha. a mask that looks like a human being. That looks too yeah. close to like somebody else. How creepy is this, dude? This is, I've never seen, you know, you see these, you know, around Halloween time, you see like the old man mask or the baby mask or, you know, celebrity mask. But like this shit, this looks like, you know, Hollywood uh, grade special effects. And it's 40 bucks. <laughs> you can get one for 40 bucks at, uh, U-R-H-M-A-S-K.com, yourmask.com, ermask.com, well, they send a lot. There's um, a lot of bullshit on here, too. It's weird. But, like, this, I don't know how they – There's you see the bald guy. There's the, the basic model is just a beardless, bald man who probably looks to be about 60, 65. But then there's another one down there that's got – the mask mm. itself has hair and eyebrows and a mustache. It looks like a, a Jerry Stiller. Looks like a younger Jerry Stiller, this old, this one I'm looking at. But, uh, yeah. dude, this is going to cause some trouble uh, down the line with, uh, like, identity. Well, as, you, you don't even need the mask because you could just do a deep fake. <clears throat> you can just do a deep fake yeah. digital. That's what, that's the thing that I'm creeped out about is how they're going to, like and now a video of someone talking, a political figure saying a thing, we're gonna have to be like, no, that's actually fake. How is that gonna work when when that happens? Just a digitally I didn't manipulated. Know anything about yeah, I didn't know anything about that concept till a few months ago when deep deep fake started uh, showing up, and I yeah. saw that one of the original ones where they did it to Bill Hader and made him look like Tom Cruise. Well, wasn't he, wasn't he was doing like, high. yeah, he's doing impersonations on the Tonight Show or something? He was, he was doing impressions, and somebody doctored this film of him. And when he started to impersonate uh, Tom Cruise, like his face subtly changed. And it was, I, I was never heard of deep fake stuff. It was real late. I was real high. And boy, I almost, uh, I almost cranked my noodle. 
just uh, my brain was really confused. <laughs> no, I saw that one. Like, what did this website? Like, imagine showing that to an old person. I mean, like, really, you think you're going crazy. Like, what, what's happening here? How is that possible? That's okay. That's what exactly what you're saying is every old person's on Facebook doesn't realize that shit can just be made up and spread out in the world. And it can be made to look like an official news story with a headline. Well, the reason people buy Onion headlines is because it looks like it's the news. And yeah. you have somebody old enough that doesn't know what the Onion is, like, well, it's a real news source. I can't believe this happened. And it's funny to laugh at somebody that buys into that. But now more and more, you know, there's enough stories about Russian hackers that just have thousands of Twitter accounts that just put put whatever message they want to be out there that just looks like an individual it looks like a person they make it look real it's uh, it's that's a level of policing that is going to be very uh, I'm very curious what like going to have to have like it's cyber cops we have to have cyber cops mm-hmm. yeah be like this is fake this is fake this thing's fake I wonder if the backlash will be people well, like, I just don't go on the internet anymore. Like, they'll just, they'll unplug. Maybe. I mean, I that's, know. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, that's got to be a thing already. And I, I could see it being more of a thing in the future. Like, at some point, the same way, you know, every 20th person you meet brags about not having a television. Like, I could definitely see people, well, then there's going to be a name for it. It'll be some. Yeah. It'll come up with some phrase, but just just completely off the grid, uh, off the electrical grid, or grid. You know, off the, off the uh, the e grid, uh, so to speak. You know, maybe not off the grid in the traditional sense, but off like, the web. No, we don't. Yeah, well, off the web. Just, I know there's some phones that you can get that are specifically like email, text. <laughs> I would like email, text, and maps. I do like the maps. Maps is helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. There's, I think there are some phones that are specifically tapered or simplified. It'll get well, there. Well, this is a good this is a good segue into our topic today because the uh, the complete opposite of that, whatever you would call, you know, completely getting off the web and uh, not having any participation in it in your lifestyle, the the complete opposite. Of that could be what Elon Musk is trying to do now, uh, and I've I've heard about this, but I've never really done any research until this week about it. But uh, Neuralink, I keep hearing that phrase tossed around. And uh, how familiar are you with uh, Neuralink? You know what he's trying to do here? I I saw a couple headlines, but I don't. I, I, Elon Musk is getting to the point where I think we're gonna. I really don't know. He's he seems like he has the potential to be a supervillain. Well, yeah, like a real life. I'm still on the fence, though. I'm I'm on the fence about him because it seems like he's doing productive stuff, you know, stuff that could. I don't know what we're going to talk about today falls under that category, but it seems like he's trying to better humanity. Or is that me being naive? It's no, it seems like it. But he also seems like enough of a weirdo Mm -hmm. that he could go off. And do something nutty. Like he, I feel like he has yeah. the the like the brains and the money, and maybe 
a detached sense of morality. Mm. And that, that, that sounds okay. more, that sounds more accusatory than I want it to be, but it feels like he could be maybe a little bit compromised. You know, yeah, like, like maybe you got, putting uh, you got fucking Kanye West running for office. Ethics. Yeah, you got Kanye West mm-hmm. going. I'm going to run for office, and you're going to have enough people that want it, but that are just yes men that want to make money. Like, cool. Here's the campaign, and that could fuck things up. Throwing a bonkers celebrity in there, and again, mm-hmm. you got, yeah, it sure could. Everybody says like, oh, it's important that you vote. You got a lot of idiots that vote. Of course. I mean, I don't have to lay. A game show host is the president. Some people voted because they thought yeah. that might be a real good chance he does something. And other people are like, this is hilarious. They voted as trolls. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck yeah, burn it down, man. Let's watch this chaos. That is a sect of humanity that's a like mm-hmm. full incel joker type of watch it all burn type, type of thing. So yeah. Yeah. maybe... Hopefully it's all for good. That's what I think. But he also does. He put one of his cars yeah. in space just because he could do it. What other things is he yeah. going to do just because he can do it? Well, as, this is what he's doing now with Neuralink. <laughs> as I've spoken so much uh, without knowing anything about Neuralink. Sorry. <laughs> Neuralink, uh, it's a device that can be surgically implanted directly into your brain. And uh, with that, you'll be able to communicate with machines and maybe even control them uh, with just your mind. Now, I don't know exactly what that means, uh, but I think <laughs> in layman's terms, I think like if you had this chip, um, you know, instead of talk to text, you know, you could definitely uh, he's talking about hooking it up with to your phone and your computers, your devices and stuff. So and I don't know that this is a fact, but I'm I'm assuming an example would be like instead of talk to text, you could think to text like, yeah. hey, I'm going to send Kyle a text. But instead of speaking or writing it down or doing it or typing it out, just. You're just thinking it. And uh, I feel like that's going to create some problems. If, if people are like, if you can dictate one's thoughts, like, like, like because then it's going to, you're trying to write a letter to somebody and then tits and barbecue keeps popping up. And that's going to be, that's going to be true. <laughs> the old Mike O'Connell, old Mike O'Connell joke. It's like, I've got a photographic memory, except it only takes pictures of tits and gin. oh man uh what else this uh neuralink is supposed to do they say it's gonna uh it's gonna help study the electrical signals in the brain and arrive at solutions that can Mm -hmm. help cure various medical problems so uh the initial launch the initial application he says is uh it's going to be in the medical realm uh, as far as helping uh any brain injury any brain injury but also uh and I don't know enough about, uh, I know this is shocking, I'm not, uh, I don't know enough about neuroscience, uh, but uh, limb function, uh, it's going to help uh, paraplegics, uh, people like that. What, did they put it in a pig so, first? Uh, yes, they, they, he had a, uh, a so demo they know a couple the, days they ago. they know what the pig's thinking? Um, I, I watched <clears throat> that demo, and they, they, had, they had three pigs. They had one that was the control group that didn't have anything done to it. They had another pig that had the Neuralink for a while and then had it removed. And then they had one, uh, Gertrude they, was the third pig, that, that had the actual Neuralink they in the They literally did the three and, little pigs with the Neuralink. <laughs> yeah, they sure did. And, uh, I mean, a lot of the science is obviously above my head, but uh, basically – 
they were showing like the computer printout, a digital printout uh, of all of just the brain's behavior. Like uh, they had some. We're talking about how they had it uh, somehow connected to the pig's snout. So when the, it's walking around sniffing different food and, and whatnot, you could see uh, the change, the spikes in the brain. So, uh, yeah, I, I watched his two-hour demo and, and understood about uh, three things that he said. But uh, I got some more some notes here. With Neuralink, oh, uh, it's basically, they're calling it uh, an N1 chipset. Uh, chip and uh, it'll be installed into your skull, um, and the thing is about eight mi- millimeters in diameter. And uh, so, what they would—it's it's about the size of a—I don't know, probably like a, a penny or a nickel. So, uh, to give you kind of an idea, so they would. And this this procedure is uh, so meticulous and advanced, and uh, so delicate that uh, he that they've developed a robot specifically to uh, administer. The surgery or to handle it. So he says that it's the technique is so delicate that human hands could never be the best surgeon in the world couldn't learn how to do it properly. So they really? developed a robot, and it, they say it, <clears throat> it. Ultimately, he says it could be done in a couple of hours. It could be like an outpatient surgery, and uh, <laughs> yeah. And he also said with no Spend with no anesthesia. <laughs> You're yeah. gonna give me a, a <laughs> exactly. brain trip to control robots with my mind. Take your time. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, let me just explain how it works real quick. Uh, basically, the easy uh, example would be like in The Matrix when uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, what did he do? He downloaded a program in his brain, and then he knew how to do karate. So it's kind of that. Um, I mean, that's not going to teach you how to do karate, I don't think, at first. But uh, <laughs> I don't want it. In order to understand how Neuralink works, uh, they br- say Mr. you got to understand how. brain implant? Come on, man. <laughs> understand that the brain sends information to different parts of your body using neurons uh these neurons in your brain they connect with each other to form a large network and com- communicate using chemical signals called neurotransmitters and this reaction generates an electric field and you can record these uh, reactions by placing ele- electrodes nearby so this little little nickel sized uh, piece that goes into your skull that it, it well a, a better uh, description looking at this picture kind of looks like a watch battery like a little yeah. circular uh watch watch battery so that goes into your skull and then uh there's these little bitty uh little bitty wires little bitty threads that are like uh 10 times thinner than uh the width of a human hair so these little bitty little threads and then those go those kind of branch off uh to certain parts of your brain to get close to these neurons, and you could, and uh, he says, ultimately, uh, someone could uh, have as many as ten of these installed into their brain. That's, he's going to have ten, and he's going to go crazy, but he's going to be able to like launch missiles if he wants or do mm-hmm. anything, and then he's going to be the emperor of the world. He's like, don't piss off Elon Musk because he could just. Turn your stove on without you being home and blow up your house from his mind. He's going to be a fucking X-Men. He's going to be the <clears throat> dude in a wheelchair or whatever. Power goes to everybody's I mean, head. I don't mean that as a literal I mean, joke, given a neural link is going <laughs> in your brain. But it's crazy. Like, I don't know, man. I'm just thinking of, like, all the problems that this could cause. Even... Like imagine like the fraud issues. Like, 
I don't know. I just I'm sure there's a way eventually that someone will figure out how to use this for bad. Well, that uh, that's the fear of every technology that comes. And you can feel like saw some uh, picture yeah. of uh, like sometime in the 1800s or whatever. It was like the dangers of electricity, and it just showed people getting shocked by power lines and how. And it's the same thing with people <laughs> thinking 5G causes yeah. Corona. So we're we're now we're on that spectrum. We're like, well, I don't know about this, and that's any new technology is going to scare people. But I do feel like this is the future that we thought was going to happen, but it turned out a lot dumber. You know, like the robots are taking over, and it's like, it's just not. Or I'm wrong, which I I mean, I'm saying I know I'm wrong. And there is really cool shit going on, but it's happening on such a uninterestingly small level. Mm-hmm. That it's not coming through to basic uh, basic idiots like you and me. Yeah. Like someone's well, figuring one- out how to solve paralysis on a molecular level mm-hmm. with machines. But that progress is slow and possibly uninteresting to the public. So there is that positivity happening out there and people doing good things with it. But, you know, we only see the big headlines of, you know, on where you choose to source your news from. So. Mm hmm. Well, one thing off the top of my head that uh, I think this could be used for good. Imagine, and I'm sure eventually this might be the case, but uh, what if you had this chip in your brain and then you could speak any language? You download some update and now you go to the mall, you could talk, you could talk to the Chinese guy in his foreign tongue. You could well, talk, talk to this lady make a TikTok guy, video out here. <laughs> you could talk she's to yelling. you know, a Mexican dude. You could talk to a European dude, you know, whatever. Like, but just having access, I, that would be pretty remarkable to, on a dime, just be able to pivot. Like, okay, now I know German. Now I know Chinese. Now I know whatever. Like, I mean, but that's those little tidbits of having, you know, a smartphone or your computer where, like, oh shit, right away I can say a sentence into this and it'll translate for me. Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be you're going to have a neural link and then every device you buy for the rest of your life has an app that you got to download so you can control your coffee maker from your mind. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. how everything's like, it's, it's a smart toaster. I don't give a fuck. It's to- I don't need an app for that. Mm-hmm. Like everything, yeah. got to have yeah. an app, got to have an app. And then you got to have your own device and there's going to be a discount Neuralink that some people have and it's not compatible with the other Neuralink. You're going to need mm-hmm. charger. You're going to have to find the wrong charger for your Neuralink and you'd be left in a foreign country not knowing how to speak the language I don't know what I'm talking about Dave I think <laughs> what would you do with it what would the, what would you be most excited to do with a, with a Neuralink I mean the language not that I the language thing would be cool but not like I'm yeah. conversing with all types of people from all over the world but I don't know just having I'm not saying I'm eager to get this done I'm just trying to uh, to uh, spitball the benefits of it uh, beyond like the medical stuff but being able to, you know, speak any language would be nice. Being able to, um, you know, to do math, calculate stuff, you know, advanced stuff, just boom, just on a dime you in your mind. being able to do math. Rather a calculator. You could do math yeah, you know, like, <laughs> No, no, I can what, do math. I'm saying doing, long division doing really high-level shit. What long division are you coming into contact shit? with on a daily basis that, uh, <laughs> oh, shit, 
times tables, I'm going to have to get a neural link. I could never figure out oh, 20% to save my life on a bill. Let me get, let me get a neural I'd link. I'd love so to could, be able to multiply. I can tip correctly. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, being able, regardless of how much you used it, like, but just knowing that you could solve any equation, you, you know, any, any math problem, any language thing, uh, you know, maybe have a... A better better vocabulary. You download the thesaurus app into your uh, chip there, and just uh, you become more well spoken. Well, are you well spoken, or you just have a translator no. that's a robot that's smarter than you? Like I like the language. That's what I'm idea. saying. I agree with that. But if you're just using it to sound pompous, you're going to get slapped a lot. <laughs> Oh, I've so very meticulously uh, intruded upon your leisurely slumberance right now. I'll kick your ass. Turn off your fucking brain chip. <laughs> Talk to me like Dave. <laughs> what would that do, though, if you did like when have Homer gets the crayon stuck in his nose and becomes a genius. <laughs> That's all a Neuralink is. It's a, it's a Simpsons episode where Homer gets a crayon jammed in his nose. What would that do? Uh, or take it out of his nose. I'm yeah. sorry to in, in, interfere with the, my Simpsons memories. To like, uh, and, and we may already face this problem, you know, with the access to the Internet. But uh, what would that do, say, hypothetically, to like the education system? If anybody could just have this chip and have the answer to everything. Like, I wonder how that would change traditional education as far as, you know, earning degrees and grades and tests and stuff. If everybody just has access to all the information and i know we have that now but now you still got to at least google something but, but that, i'm saying like in milliseconds be able to just have any information you'd want but that's but that's the difference between just having access to the information and then extracting from that information uh methods and processes like oh you know all the history great how can you apply Things that happen through history to what's happening now to dictate policies and to be like, you, you know, oh, I say so you got a chip so you know all the history. Well, great. We're going to vote on this measure that uh, uh, bans plastic bags in the city. Mm-hmm. Now, just because you have all the history in your mind doesn't mean you will know to go specifically to a. Uh, oh, well, actually, in Peru in 1963. They had an issue regarding uh, environmental thing where they did this. That you still—that's the you know—that's the difference between having knowledge but being intelligent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like somebody having a motorcycle but not knowing how to ride the motorcycle. And fucking, it's not doing you any good if you don't know how to do the thing. Yeah, and right now we're putting the science fiction ideas into the Neuralink. I think, it, I mean, if it all it is is the same as just having your phone already, just quicker response times. I mean, I'm sure you could look up well, how to take, an ex- an, take out an appendix on your phone. It doesn't mean that you have the nuance. And again, just because you can look up how to take out an appendix, do you know how to make an incision? Do you know how to clean a wound? Do you know how to suture a wound? There's so many other yeah. elements there to know about. I don't know. Fucking Neuralink would help me get through this thought. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> well, I mean, basically, this would be an example of like us becoming, you know, biotic uh, in terms of 
just having computerized assistance in our brain and, and like what would that do well we're already seeing that now with technology but like okay imagine you had this and and granted i'm taking liberties with what it's capable of but i'm just in the future you'll be able to do everything but imagine you had this and you had access to to all the information what would that do to your emotional state or your creative state the, those parts of your brain uh how would that affect the same way we're getting dumber now in the sense that, you know, when I was when you and I were 20 or, you know, 19 or 20, I, I, I could spit off 30 different phone numbers. I knew the yeah. phone number of 25, 30 different people. Now I, I don't even know my fiance's phone number like the, the and just the way that's even the way people communicate, the way people communicate today. I'm sure there's been studies done on this, but the fact that everybody texts and emails like the. I'm sure our ability to look a human being in the eye and carry on a decent conversation has dwindled as technology has, has risen. Well, in, so I'm, incels, I'm what, you know, you got incels that are just going to get their mind warped by what the idea of uh, sex and love is by pornography and then not develop the social skills to go out and meet an actual woman Mm-hmm. And then think that any rejection is just a criticism of their entire existence instead of the fact that that's just how the world works. Not everybody gets to date everybody else whenever they want. Yeah. And instead of looking inward, like, oh, maybe this is my problem and maybe I can. It's like, nah, I'm going to go home and I'm going to fucking beat off and I'm going to get pizza delivered so I don't have to go out and interact with people. And that's going to shape their, you know, their attitude towards towards the world. Because, again, that's the access to information, but without any of the social thing, like just like what you're saying. What is that going to do to mm-hmm. creativity? Like, I'm at the, like, going out and seeing somebody painting a picture instead of taking a picture. Mm-hmm. You don't see that often. It's like, you know, the priorities have shifted. Well, it's about, I went here, look at it, share it, get likes. Well, in terms of creativity, I mean, they're already doing things now where I heard some story recently where uh, these bots will like watch every episode of a show. And then by the end of it, the bot has figured out how to write a, write, write an episode. Mm hmm. Or write a song, you know, listen to enough songs and the bot knows how to, to write it or craft a song. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, that's, I don't think any popular music is any sort of creative breakdown. Especially like, like we find out like what a one, four, five chord progression is in music. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's like, I want to be sedated. Da, 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 da. That's one, four, five is the position on a guitar. Mm-hmm. And then you'll hear that in song after song after song. There's only so many notes you can play. Now, how it yeah. sounds, you can change what the sounds are like. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so why you got, you know, Brian Wilson out there recording the ocean with a microphone or whatever. You know, you can mess with the sound <laughs> and the landscape. But that's why there's only, there's only so many notes on any instrument that you can play that are compatible. Mm-hmm. So but that is why, like, I, I don't like EDM and I don't like that. But 
it is something new. They took music and put it through machines and created a new sound. So even though I don't like to listen to it, I kind of that's somebody got me when they I was like making fun of Skrillex or dubstep, and somebody gave me that explanation. Like, yeah, I don't like it, but I like that somebody did made new music. And I was yeah, like, oh, I give them that. that's a way to look at like weird digital art. There's actually a guy when I was in a band, this guy named Mass Giorgini. And he was a he was a recording engineer in Indiana, but his dad was a professor and pioneered mathematical art, where huh. he would it was like a math equation, like um, and I'm, I've, I can't explain this to save my life. You know, like a x axis y axis type of thing and parabolas and all that mm-hmm. kind of shit. Yeah, it was something where he'd put a math equation into that and program each section to be a different color and it would create these kind of psychedelic patterns, but it was created from math. It wasn't created from like, Oh, I just want to see these colors next together. It was math that made the art. And I thought that was like a cool thing. That's why like, I can't get as much as it's easy to make fun of DJs and shit. They are kind of like, Oh, you made a, and this other person made B I'm going to take a and B and I'm going to make C from those two things. And that's, I mean, that's, uh-huh. that's everything. I mean, that's what you do in a kitchen. Nobody in a kitchen yep. is like, how dare you put a new ingredient in this sauce? It can only be sauce if it has these five ingredients. If you have a six ingredient, it's not sauce anymore. Well, that's not true at all. Why should it be true for, you know, other music or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I accidentally drank a rant no. beer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, well, they've done that with beer. music. What, what is that? Math rock, math metal. Yeah, where the the they come up with it uh, via yeah. you know equations and stuff, uh, the Fibonacci sequence or whatever that kind of stuff. So yeah, or even just different timing. Know, We're so used to like four four time. That's what everybody knows with music. It's one two three four one two. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Listen to three four time music, and I'm like, I don't know when to tap my foot. I don't know how to yeah. relax and enjoy some Iron Maiden songs because it's like seven, eight time. Yeah. And so I never know <laughs> when to bang my head appropriately. But that's because that those are musicians who are challenging themselves. Like, yeah, I can play bar mm-hmm. chords, but I'm good at this instrument and I want to challenge myself more and more. And that's all mathematics right there. Wait, how, how did we get here? How did we... How did me and you start talking about math so much? We Funky ain't math though, folk. We ain't math folk. <laughs> this, 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 one's for oh, all the, this one's for all the book learning boogers out there. All right, to, to wrap this up, would you uh, ever consider having this done, getting Neuralink implanted in your brain? No, well, I'd have to see. A, I'd have to see it happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. You know. Well, it was like it was like the one. same yeah. with the iPhone or everything else, where everything just mm-hmm. became easier if I had it. Then I gave into it. Yeah. Just like Mac Mac stuff. I'm like, at one point, non Mac stuff was always getting viruses and it was complicated and it wasn't linking up with a whatever blackberry phone or anything i was like man i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i just need everything to work together 
because I'm not smart enough and patient enough to deal with combating technologies, you know? So I'm like, give me an iPhone, give me a MacBook, and it'll all work together, theoretically. So eventually I feel like there's going to be a point where like, well, man, you want to go to this restaurant? Sure. Quick, think your order right now so it'll be ready. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to go there and yeah. actually look at a menu. But yeah. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I can't, I haven't read about it yet. The most information I've gotten is from you right now. And uh, mm-hmm. I'll wait and see how this plays out. That's what I'm going to say. What about you? Yeah, yeah, uh, the same. You know, I, I don't have a uh, knee-jerk reaction one way or the other. I mean, it's easy to be like, fuck no, I'd never do that. But, yeah, it's the same thing with, like you said, with, with iPhones and stuff. Like, you, you're compromising your privacy and your whatever by uh, using some of this stuff already. So any of the dangers or negatives... Uh, you know, it's it feels like it's probably not far from what we're already experiencing. So, I mean, Damn. yeah, I would definitely be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be the first. I'd be kind of like how I was with the iPhone. I was one of the last of my peer group to have an iPhone and finally gave in. Uh, so, yeah, I I wouldn't be one of the first uh, batch of patients. But uh, yeah, who knows? You know, we see all the things it could do and. Mm-hmm. How it could make life easier? Who knows? Well, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not ruling it out. I wonder how many anti-vax like Bill Gates just wants you to have a microchip so he can track you, or like, man, Elon Musk really doing cool stuff. Man, we're all going to have brain implants to control stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's no way that's the same. I'm still fascinated with the people that think Bill Gates wants to microchip people so he can track them. Like, what the fuck are you doing? That A, you think anybody's interested where you are, and B, that you can't yeah. be found in a half a day. Yeah. Oh, you're, you work cash only in our cash only operation with no terrestrial address, and the YouTube video you just made isn't connected to an email account with an IP address? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you, know, you know what I started watching last night? It was real good. It's Cobra Kai. Changing Dude, gears. I've been meaning to watch that. I'm putting the landing gears now with some positive recommendations. I got real into it last night. Okay. It's, now, is this the same one that was on YouTube about a year ago? It's just now it on was, Netflix, or is this like a season two? No, no. It was It was the new season on Netflix, and they got all the YouTube ones to put on there. Because I was like, I'm not going to sign okay. up for another streaming service, but I really am curious how they did this. And I heard they did it well. And that movie was a lot to me. I was a suburban youth uh, karate kid. You know, that, that movie was, <laughs> I think I saw that movie. I know I specifically saw Karate Kid Part 2 in, oh, Glen Ellen. Oh, there's an old-timey theater in Glen Ellen that I saw it at. Um, I'm sure I saw the first one in the theater somewhere, too. But it's, you're going to dig it. The, it hits all the nostalgia real well. Okay. Well, William Zabka, sweep the leg Johnny guy, the villain, oh, is yeah. basically a more rooted in reality. Um, oh shit! What's his name? What's Kenny? What's Kenny Powers? Is that actor's name? Ah shit! Uh... But you know who I'm talking about. Oh, I was thinking of the character, and I almost said it's Kenny Powers. 
I was thinking the actor's name. What? I know uh, what what the fuck is his name? Uh, I could I was yeah. I can't clank on my computer because my my setup's very sensitive right now. But uh, what, what whatever his name, name is. Anyway, John, look, look I gotta know. Let's look, I'm looking it up. Kenny Powell. Here, I'll look it up. All right, you look it up. But I'll tell you, he's basically like a more grounded version of him. Danny McBride. Just, oh, Danny McBride, yeah. Just a washed-up dickhead. Okay. But the way they flip, the way every... And granted, I was into whatever this white wedding weed was that I got. So I was like, I was in the zone where I was like, I'm going to watch this. I already know I like it because it's based on a story that I like and it's nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And it did not disappoint because Daniel LaRusso is now the successful guy after his championship win back in the day. Uh-huh. And William yeah. Zapka's down, down and out. And he's so, all Valley karate champion. All Valley karate champion went on to turn that mm-hmm. in to a, a successful chain of car dealerships. Nice. William Zapka. Who's crap? But then you get his backstory before he was a bully in high school and why he became a bully and how Cobra oh, Kyle appealed really? to like downtrodden kid. It's I am fully. I, I, I think I almost finished the first season last night. They're short. They're like less than a half hour. It's good, man. I think you would dig it if you like Karate Kid, okay. dude. I saw Karate Kid, no joke. Karate Kid is the movie I've seen the most. You gotta watch. I can't you gotta watch Cobra movie. Kai. In no particular order, Karate Kid, Rocky Four, and Goodfellas, and maybe Heat. Rocky I've seen four. more than any other movie. I bet I've seen. I've yeah, Rocky Four. It just hit me right in the sweet spot, right in the right in that age. Which one's Rocky Four? Uh, Rocky Four was my jam. Is where the Russian when the Russian kills Apollo Creed. Oh, and Dolph Rocky Lundgren. goes over to Russia to fight him. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren. What the uh, hell happened then, uh, in three? I thought name? that was Rocky two. How many more Rockies? What happened no, in the Rocky other? Th- Rocky, Rocky three was uh, Glubber Lang, uh, Mister T. Uh, Rocky two was uh, was Apollo Creed back and forth. Rocky one's kind of the origin story, or Rocky one, Rocky. Rocky two is uh, I think he fights Creed in in the original and in two. But yeah, uh, three is Mister T, four is Dolph Lundgren. Five you know is what? Tommy Morrison. And then I, I thought I he just fought it. all those guys in one movie because I think I got it confused with Mike Tyson's punch out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm really, I sincerely thought. Ball bull. I thought Rocky just fought everybody because it's a movie about oh, boxing. Man. It can't be about one fight. He's got to fight a bunch of guys. So Rocky one was like, oh, he became Rocky. And then. Rocky two through four is just one movie to me where yeah. he beats, he no, beats everybody in America and he's got to fight a Russian guy. And it then really, also, uh, and then really, also I get the film Ruskies confused in there somehow. I'm like, cause then Dolph Lundgren okay. lost and he defected to America and some youths picked him up. I don't know. Rocky yeah, four yeah. was, uh, basically my introduction, uh, to the concept of death. Like when Apollo Creed died, it, it, it hit me hard. Like it really did. So much so mm-hmm. that I used to rewatch the movie hoping that maybe he doesn't die this time. Maybe maybe I'm watching a, a different director's cut and but yeah, it, it, I took that loss uh, pretty hard. When I watch Creed died. I watch movies hoping for different outcomes. Mm-hmm. Also. Yeah. So like as much as I want to make fun, I've done that, like, oh maybe this time around that's that's a sign of a good movie. 
where you can still suspend your own disbelief, even though your belief is that you know how the movie ends because you saw it already. But like, man, maybe this time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think I think you're gonna oh, dig man. Cobra Kai. It's easily bingeable. Okay. Zapka's Zapka's right on, funny in it. Just washed up scumbag. Are any of the other uh, any of the other characters? Is uh, Elizabeth Shue's character show up? Not yet. I heard that's. I heard that they're thinking about like now that it's kind of a successful show that she might show up in. But it's it's Zabka. It's Johnny. It's Daniel. Mm-hmm. Daniel's mom shows up in it. Okay, I think she was funny. I always liked her. I'm not sure if uh, the guy. What from about Johnny Cold- Sensei? I don't know. Like they, there's, they do some flashbacks and some clips of the original movie, but they keep hinting at it. I, is that guy alive? I don't even know if that guy's alive. Yeah, well, as of recently, because he was showing up in some uh, commercials, kind of as that character. There's some commercial, like some low rent, like uh, what's that stupid insurance company that uh, Shaq does? It's not that, but it was something oh, the gen- the in that tier. Yeah, 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 you know how that just seems like a lower tier product. It was something in that realm, and it was that actor like in a black karate gi, like as like, hey, remember me, the karate guy? Really? Yeah, he was kind of playing. Yeah, he was kind of playing you, that character. Now, are you okay with that? Or are you against it? Oh, I, got, you, I'm fine. Got, I'm fine. Well, with you that. got you're upset with Bigfoot selling. Well, well, yeah, Bigfoot. That's that's something. Bigfoot's sacred, you know. That's that's what I'm trying to say. It's just big. Show Bigfoot some respect, and uh, just don't mock and humiliate Bigfoot for the sake of beef jerky. But uh, no, I don't mind if that uh, D-list actor uh, is in some commercials. That doesn't bother me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, then, then yeah, it's, I don't. I I feel like it seems like they're playing it like he's going to show up again. But it's good. I think it's I think it's well done. I think it's an interesting story. If you were a fan of the original movie, okay. But uh, that's that's the shout out I wanted to give that I got the thing I got excited about was Cobra Kai on Netflix. Okay, right on, man. Uh, speaking of shout out, I got a couple birthday shout outs this week. Uh, big shout out to Phyllis Aldridge. She just turned forty this week. Phyllis, uh, Phyllis is uh, married to my buddy William. Uh, good Chicago folks. Uh, they they come out to a bunch of my Chicago shows and probably yours too. They brought me a knife last time. So anybody who brings me uh, cut, cutlery, I can't believe what? somebody named Phyllis Aldridge is only forty years old. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Good, good on you. That, young, that is youngest, kind of a grandmother. Youngest name, but good Phyllis for her. in the world. Yeah, so happy Quality birthday, Phyllis. She turned 40 last week. Also, uh, shout out to Kayla Brocky. She turned 31 this week. Uh, her brother Colin asked me to do that. So, uh, Kayla, big listener to the Boogie Monster. So, happy birthday to Kayla Brocky and Phyllis Aldridge. So, there's my birthday shout outs, just like I would do on the party line back in the day to old ladies. Wishing people a happy birthday. Party line. See you at church. Harken back. You got any recipes? <laughs> Ah, uh, let's see. No, I haven't. You know what? I haven't been cooking this week. I haven't cooked much at all. It's just been so hot. I oh, cooked yeah. uh, a few days ago, and uh, I I spent like ten minutes in the kitchen. It looked like I fell in a lake, just sweating. It was just uh, <laughs> what it's is, been aggressive. I haven't been, been paying attention to anything. What are we? What are we getting in nineties? You got nineties? Yeah, yeah. No, we got up to a hundred in Long Beach, which was uh, apparently some sort of record. Like it never gets triple digits uh, yeah, down here by the ocean, but. Uh, yeah, but it got it got a hundred last week, man. Uh, just 
insane. It's starting to cool off the last day or two, but no, I haven't been doing much cooking, so I got to get back into it this week. So hopefully, I'll have some. Uh, I'll have something for you next week. All right. Yeah, I'm not, uh, yeah, I don't have a recipe this week either, Dave. <laughs> try try a take and oh, bake man. pizza so you can church it up at home, but then it still comes out like you made it yourself when you take it out of the oven. That's my uh-huh. recipe. I'll do that. Fake 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 cooking with Kyle Kinane. I like it. I like it, buddy. Um all right, man. Uh plug the uh what do we call it? Patreon. Plug that real quick. That's uh, been doing oh, well. Man. Big thanks to the patrons. Patreon.com slash boogie monster, four dollars a month. You support us two knuckleheads and we give you a little free bonus content. So there you go. Q and A episodes, uh, little good little goodies in here and there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, good times, buddy. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go watch some basketball. Go watch a little b-ball. Let me know how it goes. Sweat too much. See all those cardboard yeah, cutouts yeah. respond. You should go get in her TikTok video. That'd be funny. Ask her if you could be in it. I think she's, a whole new. I think she might have nailed it after an hour and a half. Okay. Well, all right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. All right, man. Rock and roll. Be good. The Boogie Monster. Network.